Jesus, Jesus, Jesus likes girls. Jesus, 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 Jesus likes girls. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus likes girls. Hey, hey, welcome to the beach. That's right. Live from Whitehall. We're on location. Whitehall, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Let's scan the audience. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo. No, we're not going Montego, to we can't do it. Z and Shay are coming to you live from the chilled out motherfucking lake shore on a road trip. That's right. We're on location, bitches. Oh, what's up now? <laughs> Gotta give mad shout outs to a couple locals places. <laughs> a, number one, the Comfort Inn in Whitehall. Uh, five star, undercover five star. Did not see this coming. When you said Comfort Inn, and then you told me how much I owed, I was like, really? For a Comfort Inn? What kind of Comfort Inn is this? Right? Now you're like, I got a steal. Yeah. Because these pillows. This hotel. <laughs> just, hotels are a real crapshoot. You know what I'm saying? It can have four stars, and then you show up and you're like, no, see. I paid $200 for this shithole? Sometimes. The difference between me and you is, yeah, I spend two hours researching before so, I press the submit button. So do I, but it doesn't always work. Did you, it's did not we, did you look at one picture of this hotel before we came? Absolutely. Oh, I thought yesterday you said you didn't. You just went off the recommendation of the I did. Guy. He told me, uh, there was a local guy who told me about this place, but I still looked at like four other hotels. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a travel. I, I've told you this before. I, in another life, I would have been a travel agent. I forgot about that. I love looking at... <laughs> uh, uh, oh my gosh. And the best deal. <laughs> but with this place, I was just kind of like... In the end, I was almost going to go with Econo Lodge because it was like $2 cheaper, literally. Oh, Lord. And I was like, okay, what am I doing? I have a local who recommended it. And guess what, folks? What was his name? Don't know. I, maybe John. John, you did us right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't recommend enough Comfort Inn in Whitehall. But the second shout out is to Big John's Pizza. Big John's Pizza. They just hooked us up last Big night. John. I mean, granted, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't super expensive. But not that expensive. And the food hit. It was like a day at the state fair. Kind of was, actually. Chicken tenders, <laughs> clams, pizza. Ma'am, ma'am, tomato, potato, green. Ma'am, ma'am, turkey, potato, <laughs> green, bean, frog, dog, chicken. <laughs> we were so You funny. name it! <laughs> the reference that we're making right now they think we're so insane well guess what you're missing out because you've missed out on one of the best parts of the last 10 years of life you don't know that video you're really if you have to ask you you'll never know (laughs) if you have to ask you'll never know (laughs) so on point that was so on point you just made me so proud thank you well, so we're over here in Whitehall. Loving life. We're going back to the beach today. 
Did you ever make the connection about Whitehall? What do you mean? You know, I did see black people here. Yeah. It's pretty fucking rare, though, to black people. Uh, Up north in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, it's a privilege thing. You know, I was hanging out with my friend, Jay Mika, the uh-huh. other day. And she she's a listener, so she knows. But she uh, she I was talking about going up north, going to the cabin, and she was like, you know, I've never really had a friend who had a cabin up north. She's like, I think that it's actually a pretty big privilege mark when people have cabins up north, and it one hundred percent is. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to have the money to be able to buy a super expensive property. But even to rent, it's not cheap. It's true. Yeah. So, not that black people can't afford it. I mean, they probably just don't want to come out here and hang out with all these white people. I would gather, I would, like, gather all my resources to say uh, a resounding agreed on that. Yeah. It's not that that black people don't have the resources, because they fucking do. Yeah. Absolutely. But they've never been welcome up here. No. What's changed? Over here in Whitehall. Good point, Shay. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know, somebody, a friend of mine pointed out about her husband is black and she's white. And they always used to go to Cracker Barrel whenever they would go up north. Mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel, I don't know if there's Cracker Barrel's outside of our great state of Michigan, but... Yeah, there are. There are? Yeah. Well, I used to like going to Cracker Barrel, too, until she pointed this out to me. She said they were with their children driving home and she said do you want to um stop at cracker barrel and he's like i i never want to go to cracker barrel i only go there because you guys all want to go she said why don't you like it and he goes it's called cracker barrel (laughs) (laughs) and she's like yeah but it doesn't mean cracker as in white people and he was like the fuck it doesn't like look around inside the restaurant does it read like anything relevant to black people well, and didn't he also point out how it looks like an old plantation house? Uh, well, I was getting there. Oh, okay. He was like, does it look like an inviting place to black people since it looks like an honest-to-God old-timey plant fucking plantation? I know. And I was like, oh my god! Once you've told me that, I've honestly never eaten at Cracker Barrel again. Same! I, I never went back! I was like, like Every time I disgusting. see them, I'm like, it does look like a plantation house. I do right? not want to go in there. I know! Yeah. And I used to love the little, like, kitschy kid stuff. The little, like, general store. I hate that fucking place Afterwards. now. I know! I know. It's true. My favorite part of Cracker Barrel was the fireplace. Like, Me too. I that fireplace that. is, like, four times the size of a normal fireplace. Mm-hmm. I would literally just sit by it and be like, this is heaven. I know. But guess what? I can do without it. Cracker fucking barrel. Put that <laughs> in your barrel. Smoke it. I just can't believe I was so short-sighted to notice that. And it had to be pointed out to me as an That you were white so person. white? Yeah. You're so white. You probably think this song is about you. <laughs> you're so white. I bet you, know, you think this song is about you. Don't you? Don't you? That song reminds me of roller skating in my basement when I was little. Wait, roller skating in your basement? Constantly. That is what I did. I used to put on music because our, our basement had a like a ring, like all the furnace was in the middle and the poles, support poles were all in the middle. And then we just had open floor. So Whoa. we would just turn on music and roller skate. You and Derek? Me, Derek, my friends. We wow. had like a mini rink in my basement. See, I grew up in California in my primary years. You didn't have a basement. You didn't have basements. Yeah. That sounds so fun. And I mean, those songs that I listen to, You're So Vain, um, all kinds <laughs> of like old, early 70s stuff, just You're probably late 70s. The Eagles. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> stuff. 
Steely oh, Dan, John. Prince, like a poof, nonstop. Well, I will say, I wasn't in, I wasn't here for all those years, but I made up for it as soon as I fucking got here. I know you did. Shoot the duck, bitch. I started skating as soon as I got here because I was in middle school, so everybody was doing it. And I was like, yeah, woohoo, I jumped all in. My early, my roller skating in the basement was 10 oh, yeah, you're way, earlier. way older than me. I'm so much older than you. <laughs> I think the majority in my of my roller skating was elementary school, and the majority of yours oh. was middle school. And it was that's because you're so much older than me. Whatever, Shay. <laughs> so today we're gonna go to the beach. Hey, this is Jesus likes girls. Welcome. Oh, I'm... That was our intro. Oh Lord, <laughs> y'all are in for it today. Welcome to Jesus, Jesus, Jesus likes girls. Shout out to Shara. Shara, people are loving your song. People approach us and sing it to us. It's really true. Um, You are gifted beyond compare. I was going to say reproach, but that just sounds weird. You are gifted beyond reproach, No Sarah. one can reproach you, Shara. <laughs> Don't reproach, my girl. <laughs> That's probably the whitest thing you've ever said. No, I've said... Don't this. reproach, my girl. I have said many, many whiter things than that. True. Okay, so today on Jesus Likes Girls, we are talking about whatever we want to. Guess what, guys? We were so content heavy last time. We're both sick of ourselves. Like complementarianism schmism. Yeah, just, and I don't even know if complementarianism is a word. It is. No, complementarian is definitely oh, a word. The ism that we wait, added is it complementism? on complementism? No, complementarian. But I know, but in the plural, in the definition of it, I can't find that word. I always what? get a spell check on when I add the ism. Well, but how how are you supposed to refer to it? Complementarian sentence. Well, you'd just say complementarian ideas or complementary. Like I said, use a whole sentence. You know what, Shay? <laughs> just saying. White hole has changed you. <laughs> It's all the pressure Ever since of we being got on location. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've lost my bearings. I'm attacking your vernacular, your grammar. I'm telling, saying, telling you you're white. Okay, so we, anyways, we're done with all that. We're done with all the serious today. That's not our tip. Well, I mean, we're always, we've always got our finger on the pulse of being serious because we're serious girls. Very true. Seriously funny. Yep. Seriously cool. Uh-huh. Seriously white. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously smart. Sometimes. <laughs> Seriously sexy. What's up now, motherfuckers? <laughs> Seriously in love with the Kevin Hart Snoop Dogg Olympic coverage. OMG. Have you people seen this? Just turn this off right now and go watch it. I, I second that. Because... It is the funniest. We are nothing. We actually, when we're done taping this, we're watching another episode. <laughs> because it is the funniest thing I've seen on television in maybe ever. It's shocking to me that it's on television. I, can't I watched even. it. Okay, so I'm obsessed with the Olympics, but I don't have cable. So when I'm at work, it's on. I put it on all the TVs and I can see some coverage. Yes, we know. Excuse me? <laughs> Whitehall is getting in our, into our blood. <laughs> we need to go. We're turning into angry white people. We're going to commit a hate crime before we leave oh, this no. damn place. Jesus, right. forgive us. Sorry, Lord. 
Okay, so I don't get to watch that much coverage. So when I got off work the other night, I decided to download some apps into my Fire Stick so I could watch some Olympics. And I downloaded Peacock. And the first thing that came up was Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg Olympic coverage. And I was like, what? Best sports commentary I've ever seen in my life. I was watching it and couldn't believe it was real. It's amazing. Like, I kept looking at the, at the description of it. Like, is this just a funny clip that they made? It's a real show! There's, like, hours. <laughs> hours of it. It's amazing. Please, oh, look so at Peacock good. and watch it. For your own sake. And if you don't, you missed out. And that's just too bad for you. You lost. I mean, it's the best of both worlds. Sports, real coverage of really amazing games, and Kevin Hart and Snoop. And they're so great. They're hilarious. Because they're... You know what was so funny last night, and I want to watch again, is when they did the bicycle coverage of that guy on the BMX thing, and Snoop Dogg did the (laughs) white guy voice. I know. Holy shit. (laughs) Well, they were like... I, what I loved about that is they were put on they were put on the spot to just come up with their own riff or replay like they were live real sports and they moderators. were giving color commentary for the <laughs> BMX guy and suddenly Snoop <laughs> jumps into this white accent which was I mean like he might as well have been a white guy and it was so perfect. <laughs> And then Kevin Hart picked it up and he's like, fuck you, dad. You didn't think I'd make anything with my bicycle. <laughs> it was so great. He said, he said first, this guy, he hates his father. <laughs> he hates his father. Oh my gosh. You guys, please watch it ASAP. The thing that's just so lovable about Snoop is he seems like the truest, like his truest self. Oh my god. He gosh. seems like the most genuine guy. He's he's the same. I mean, of course he's evolved in like his mentality about life and grown as a man, but he seems pretty much the same as he's always been. He doesn't give a fuck. No. <laughs> Snoop Dogg may be and our he's favorite so Christian. Beloved. He may be our favorite Christian. That's literally in where fact, I was going. We were actually going to say we might do a deep dive on Snoop Dogg for a future episode. I really think we should. Okay. I think it would be fascinating. Let's do it. He's beloved. I know. Fucking everybody. I mean, he had a goddamn show with Martha Stewart. I know. And he's always got a blunt in his hand. She made him pop brownies on their cooking show. Oh my god. Martha Stewart. I mean, (sighs) this man has some power of influence. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, is Snoop Dogg the second coming of Jesus Christ? Maybe. Stay tuned. All right. So we got a response on our last episode, a couple episodes ago, Problems with Jesus. Our good friend Laurel Mers, who we adore with mm-hmm. all of our hearts and miss so much. She lives mm-hmm. all the way across the fucking world now in Oregon. Um, across the country? Well, it feels like it's across the world because yeah. I never see her or her beautiful family anymore and it drives me crazy. Aww. But she wrote us. She loves the show. And she wrote us and said the problem she has with Jesus is Jesus is the only way. And maybe we could talk about that. And so you have that problem, too. Well, Shay and I spent a little time like maybe we should really dive into this as an episode. I think Shay even made the grandiose claim at the last of our at our last episode that we were going to do the whole next podcast about Jesus being the only way. Well, I'd really talk some shit, but I can't always back it up. I don't have that much to say. Well, we do a whole episode. We and I'm a little confused myself if you really want to have, have it, full disclosure. It's too deep for us, Laurel. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> we tried. 
we really tried, but we don't we don't have the goods to defend Jesus being the only way. We don't have the goods to even believe Jesus is the only way. We we're not sure. Yeah, we're definitely not the benchmark for the theological reasoning. No, behind it, it's kind of like you either believe it or you don't, sort of thing. And we. I'm not even sure I do. It gets so confusing. It's murky. All we know... Perfect word. ...is Jesus is amazing and he's real and we love him. Yeah, we love Jesus, but I'm not going up to, like, an imam saying... What's an imam? Isn't that, like, a leader in Islam? Um... I don't know. I've never heard that term before. Okay, it might be wrong. But I'm not going up to some holy man of another religion and telling him you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's not my place. I'm not interested in going up to a stranger and saying Jesus is the only way. I've done it already. Have you? No. Oh, well, you you have probably had more integrity than I. I did it. I told people they were going to hell. I told perfect strangers on the street and witness groups that... You know, mime groups. Mime. Did you ever do mime? Christian no, mime. I wasn't one of those guys. All right. But I kind of love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I just see so much division and yeah. controversy and people who don't know what the hell they're talking about making other people feel like shit based on those verses that not interested <sighs> not... i'm not interested in doing that with other people i'm not and i never have been no but i believed so strongly you gotta take that shit up with jesus not me yeah because i don't know that's where we're, we're coming down on a hard i don't know on that one laurel Sorry. Well, what's confusing about it is I do know that Jesus is the only way for me. Right. But I can't say that for other people. That's what makes it confusing. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm staying out of it. <laughs> I was just about to say, where are you going to go? <laughs> I thought you were going to look look up the scripture. No. John 14, 6, no. where Jesus says. I'm not going there. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're like, hands off. Hands off. Not doing it. So you're just going to browse the news? No, I was going to find that 10 tips on life from Jesus. Oh, okay. So Because we... I just saw you looking at John Corbet and Bo Derek, and I was like, really? That's where you're going now? No, no. Um, so, yeah. Laurel, sorry we're to disappoint, but yeah, we're just, we're confused as well. We, we just love Jesus, and we know Jesus loves other people. Yeah. So, Zena, you're picking out an article, tips well, from Jesus? Yeah, we've got this Medium article, 10 Amazing Life Tips from Jesus. So we're just going to go through (laughs) these 10 tips and see how we're doing. Okay. So the article is written by Jonathan Paletti. Jonathan Paletti. I I tried to message him about the podcast. So Jonathan, if you're out there. Yeah. He's like a writer for the Medium who does some more subversive Christian writings. Oh. Yeah. Good stuff. So, number one. But wait, hold on a second. No response? Nothing. Crickets. Thanks a lot, John. Whatever, John. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number one. Number one. Be childlike. Jesus. He's just so cool. So, Jesus is big on the spiritual qualities of children and children like him. So, being childlike. How do you feel you're doing with that in your own life? I'm acing that bitch. Almost everybody around me, I'm sure, would agree. I don't have a problem with that one. Yeah. What's a child like? Child children are fun. <sighs> they are always fun. wanting to have fun. Pretty much wanting to. They love what they love. Wonder. Yeah. Trying to discover the world. Hang out doing Hanging simple out things their friends. for hours. They love swim. They love being in the water. I think we got this one. Yeah. I there was no 
there's no hesitation on my part. I was like, I'm getting an A plus on this. I think I am too. On this assignment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. Let's keep going with this. We're doing good. Number two is being present uh, in the moment. I'm getting a like a D minus on that one. I would say I have a B. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Z. Well, I like being present in the moment. We we talked about this once about worry mm-hmm. and how it takes you out of the present. Yeah. We didn't use that content, but um, worrying is not my jam. Yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm just like, this girl straight up doesn't give a fuck. Where I'm like, oh no, she's just she's she's like ten strides ahead of me. Like, nope, it's all good. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to join in on the lack of worry. Yeah, I used to worry a lot. And when you grow up in a culture, a family culture of warriors, it's real hard to understand that there's a different way to live. Mm-hmm. It, at least it was for me. But Jesus is, there's some great verses about worry straight from Jesus' mouth. And I just... Well, there's a verse that literally says, do not worry. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the only... When Jesus says, do not do something, I pay attention. Agreed. Because... He didn't he say it a He doesn't say that very often. Mm-mm. So he's like, this is a serious one that's going to really uh, improve your life. Improve right. your quality of life. Don't be a religious asshole and don't worry. Yeah. Those are the... You, you know, know how... You, do you know how much restraint I just used to not saying don't worry, be happy? I'm proud I of you. I use so much self-control. I bet the next... Thank you title is going to be self-control and i'm going to be like a plus <laughs> let's see what number three is number three is we got be childlike be present three express yourself express yourself let, hey, let your inner light shine out don't hide that under a bushel basket that's one of my favorite things that you say didn't josh say that yes <laughs> In a really funny context. Yes, he did. So. Yeah, express yourself. I'm doing good on that one. Yeah, I think we both (laughs) may need to rein that one in. I agree. (laughs) No, you know what? I don't agree. We just need to let our freak flags fly. We need a bigger platform. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We're doing great. I know. We're like the perfect Christians. Uh Uh-oh. Number four. Work on that ego. basically just said work like we're the perfect christians and then the next one said work on that ego you know i didn't see that one coming i didn't even <laughs> we didn't read this article very much we didn't even really look through we all just ten. Saw the title and we're like this looks good we're going with it so well we just got shot in the foot damn it it's fine it's totally fine <laughs> We have some work to do. Well, okay, let's see. Jesus. <laughs> work on that ego. Let's oh, see what it God. says. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be a servant, and whoever wants to be first must be a slave to everyone else. <sighs> Fine. Fine. Um, also, right, <laughs> just skip that one. No, we do not. Oh, this is a good, this is interesting. It's, it, he's pointing out that the way Jesus lived, he was a deity, yet he 
he spent his life wandering around the countryside with his friends and many people didn't even know that didn't recognize him you know mm-hmm. but i i do love that quality i love um not putting forth yourself as a, a spiritual like that you know everything i i but I, I just that subversive quality of jesus where who he truly was the power he really had all of that was hidden and only revealed when he decided it would be revealed instead of being like a showboat yeah but i don't know if hidden is the right word because i don't think that he was hiding it i just think that i i associate hiding with like not being truthful you know and i don't think that jesus wasn't being truthful i just think like you're saying he wasn't that wasn't his platform wasn't to display himself well i mean he directly told people he healed do not tell anyone yeah he did and then they would go and tell people but i still don't i still don't think that was him trying to hide it i think why would he say don't tell anyone i mean i don't know i can guess is he the only way (laughs) i'm just kidding But you, he knew what they were going to do. He so. did, but he did have... Uh, and then there were people who came up and had spirits within themselves that they were like, what do you want with us, son of God? And he silences them. Mm-hmm. There is something about wanting to remain on the DL for Jesus that is a through line mm-hmm. in the scriptures. And it's just part of him. So basically that does relate to human ego. We would never have a... Pro- we're the son of God. Human quality wouldn't be to come here and not... Well, talk about it. That's part of the reason why I think I don't think that he was doing it because he wanted to be hidden. I think he was doing it. I mean, this is just hyperbole on my part obviously. <laughs> but I think that it was more that he knows, kind of back to my idea that he didn't make really, really specific statements about like sexuality, because if he gave us those, he knows that we're skewed and warped and selfish people, generally speaking. And so he models a lot of his behavior. And so I think it kind of aligns with what you're saying is that you don't want to boast, you don't want to come across as boastful, that you have all of the answers and the knowledge and you and you're kind of showboating in a prideful way but letting like jesus says like letting your light shine letting people know who you are by your by your love by the display of the way you live your life that's jesus's model to us so instead of going out and saying actions not words right like don't um tear gas a crowd so you can walk across the street to stand in front of a church with a bible and hold it upside down yeah exactly yeah don't do that Okay, number five, non-retaliation. Ooh, this is another easy one. Yeah, this is not an easy one. Well, this is something that I think that you really get an A plus because I am a kind of a reactionary person and I've had to do a lot of work in my life to learn how to not be defensive and be retaliatory. I mean, my behavior, my actions have changed. My thinking, oh, we're fucking fighting in my head. I mean, on the reg, I am punching people in the face in my head. Do you think that thoughts lead to actions? They can, but our thoughts do not, they are not us. We can become our thoughts, but we can also train ourselves to have beliefs. We can learn the better way, but the reactions might still be there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a process. So non-retaliation, it's saying here, Jesus is no fool. In non-retaliation, he's depriving the attacker of the desired escalation. And it drives them fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. People hate it when you don't respond. People hate it when you don't respond in the way that they want them. And Jesus was the master of not responding in the way people were trying to trap him or to get him to. He was just like, nah. He was literally the king. Not playing with you on that. Shut down. 
just shuts you down, bitch. You and then people were like, Dang! He's like, oh, you have a question. What's up? Like, you have a question for me? I have a question for you. <laughs> you are so good at that. You are so good. I have watched you have conversations that in my head, I was like, oh, 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 we're about to battle. We're about to battle. I'm about to fuck you up. And you're like, so what do you, why do you think you think that way? All calm and shit. <laughs> I've heard people say, like, literally the most racist thing I've ever heard. And you're like, oh, interesting. And then you keep on going. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God. And generally, um, though that's why in the past those conversations really haven't gone in a positive direction in my experiences <laughs> because even when i'm using restraint i'm still charged and the, the people know in the conversation yeah so you know it's something that but when that change happens internally it's so much fun it's so much more fun to be engaged with a person who thinks they understand where the conversation's going and that they have control over the conversation and, and how like, and actually control no power over me control over you yeah. and how it's going to go and and then when you don't react as you understand they want you to and you actually press back people don't even know what to do it is very it's so powerful i love it because it's so disarming yeah when it's it's literally it's the epitome of a gentle answer turns away wrath absolutely it shuts down their anger and in they a feel, second yes and they feel like they can trust you and then they open up their heart to you i've seen it happen a thousand times to you and it's been such a model of love Aww, touche. Well, you think about it, that's how God deals with us. It's so true. We expect one that's thing. That's why it's a model of love. You we know? expect one thing from God, and then when you actually, like, either in a scripture or through nature or through God's spirit, hear something you never thought God would actually respond with, like, usually love, a totally different perspective, mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't quite, I thought I understood it all. I don't, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it's a good thing. It's pretty amazing. All right, all right. We're getting a little serious here. Number six meet new people oh a plus plus yeah you're good at that so yeah so this means inclusive you know this idea is that every person is a part of god and find god you go meet people jesus is really good at that i i say a plus plus because on the surface it's very easy for me to meet new people but in my heart it's hard for me to be truly inclusive because when i don't like somebody i'm like get out of my face well i <clears throat> I don't sometimes love, not all the time, I don't love meeting people on the regular like I don't I generally just hang with my own people but if I'm out and I'm in a new place I definitely talk to strangers I can meet people real easily and engage people that I don't know and mm -hmm. I'm generally curious like honestly curious about them and different kinds of people than mm -hmm. myself and so I do like meeting people when I'm out and about but it's not like I'm I'm doing that all the time well, what about when you meet somebody, when you're meeting new people, yeah. and then you realize they're an asshole? Do you have openness to like dig deeper a little bit and and see who they are yeah yeah see you're nicer than I, every once in a while my radar goes off and i'm like this person is off a little bit and i have no no desire to go further well if i get a total gut vibe like this person might be a serial killer i shut it down okay so you know me yeah i'm I, like out if i get a strong bad vibe mm -hmm. i won't even talk to you yeah and I do not entertain it at all. But if the person is just like, like the other night when I was at La Casa, that guy was hitting on me. Mm -hmm. There was a dude hitting on me. And I was like, 
I'm married. And he was like, so you want to take my number down? And I was like, I'm married. And so then we ran into each other again. And he said something about me being married again. And I was like, listen, are you unable to talk to me as a friend because I'm, I'm married? Like, are we going to be able to be cool? And he was like, yeah, we are. And we like had a totally great conversation. And then later I saw him and he was saying something. He was like, this is my friend, Zena. <laughs> <laughs> But if he would have been a creeper, uh-uh. giving you a different response, you would have been like, yeah, gone. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. It's not even, I don't play. Okay, so. I don't play. This one is odd. Number seven, get naked. Oh, bring it. Let's hear it. Was this a top ten life tip from Jesus? I mean, it's not one that I, my memory isn't it's perfect. A, something Pe- a lot of people don't know is that Jesus wasn't into wearing clothes. The three most significant events in Jesus's life, baptism, crucifixion, resurrection, all occurred when he was naked. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is in and out of clothes a lot. Huh. I mean, I kind of love this description of Jesus hmm. because it's a pretty rare one. I would say this is a niche prerogative. <laughs> Early Christians are recorded to have done baptisms naked. The we should bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> because the modest clothing that people are drenched in. Holy shit. What if, have you ever seen a white tee? Ba- naked baptisms. I really think we should and listen, bring that back. The motto, their motto was naked I follow the naked Christ. You know, I'm, I'm going to put that on that, my bumper sticker on my car. That might be a new, that could be a merch. That could be a t-shirt. Naked, Say it again. Naked I follow the naked Christ. Amen. I love it. Me too. Aww. This reminds me of a Christian guy that I dated once. He wore it. He would wear a t-shirt that just said get naked. Or no, it didn't say get naked. It said pray naked. Pray naked? I mean, I get the... Double entendre there. Yeah. I like it. I do too. All right. Number eight. Dance a lot. Well, a the plus Southern plus. Baptists are going to really frown on this one. <laughs> <laughs> this, this cancels most of Christian culture. <laughs> <laughs> but you and but me. But as Kevin Bacon pointed out in Footloose, the Lord loves to dance. <laughs> At every celebration, <laughs> every symbolic godly celebration. Foot loose. Can I get a foot loose? I mean, we just need to channel that spirit. Mm hmm. And we do, with fervor. He's so festive in Luke 7.34. He's full of joy. The Greek word he's full, says Eugene Peterson, conveys an exuberance we express in dance and cartwheels. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little suspicious of this. Source. <laughs> I just want to talk about this for a minute. Cartwheels. Imagine, I've never thought of Jesus doing a cartwheel but before But you know what? I like moment. that. I'm going to channel that. Like, Jesus, I know you are probably the master of all acrobatics. Mm. He could, he could. Simone Biles? Whatever. Yeah, I was just going to say, he could cast Simone Biles to the wind. 
Ooh. You can leave her the dust with Imagine acrobatics. Jesus on one of those trampolines like we saw last night with Snoop Dogg. Jesus, though. Trampolinist? Yeah, trampolinist. Like He's just the flipping. world's and... most accomplished trampolinist. We'd all just be in awe. We'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> I could die happy now. I just imagined what Jesus would look like. I know. Like, I was imagining naked. Ooh, it's getting interesting. <laughs> Jesus as a naked trampolinist. That's the kind of joy we're talking about. Last night, I was watching the Snoop and Kevin Hart. <clears throat> there was a Chinese um, athlete called Su Dong, I think. Dong Dong. Dong Dong. <laughs> <laughs> and no offense to, I don't want to make fun of a Chinese name. but no, that was his name. But Snoop Dogg said. <laughs> I know his cousin. Long Dong. <laughs> Snoop, they were like introducing an act, an athlete, and there he goes, Let's take a look at this motherfucker right here. <laughs> just as the intro, and we were just like, Holy shit, the show is amazing. <laughs> when they were closing out, they said, We'll be back, bitches. <laughs> That's the kind of sports center I want to watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number nine, try a non traditional family? That's what it says. Jesus was not into ordinary family. He seems to all but write off his own family after they were getting trying to get him declared insane. That was not cool. Jesus was trying to get them de- declared insane? No, his his natural family was saying he's not in his right mind oh, right. as a way of trying to explain like, him. Those people, they're gone. You people, you're my brother, my sister, my mother, my father. <laughs> Well, not my father. I was singing it along to the beans, grains, potatoes, tomatoes. I got that. I hear you. I'm with you. I'm tracking. She so, is my sister, my mom, my brother. He my often father. spoke of his new chosen family. So, I I relate to this. I mean, I have my my nuclear family and my birth family, but I have family that I've met solely only because of Jesus Christ. Yeah. That I mean, they are my brothers and my sisters. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. So I get it. Non traditional yeah. family. All right, A plus for us next. Yep. Ten. Keep up searching. This is number ten. It's the last one. To be religious is often to think you're acquiring a set of fixed beliefs, but Jesus is all about the search. He frames it as an ongoing process without a specific goal in mind Luke 1 sorry Luke 11 9 10 so I tell you keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for keep on seeking and you will find to examine his language is to see a lot of surprises so yeah well I think that's super relevant and absolutely true that it's okay to have questions, that Jesus actually encourages that. Yeah, and if you keep seeking on it, see what you find. Mm-hmm. And it's not it, It's not just you have a set of things that you know and you're good. You've got some things that I've tell, told you that it's going to take you more than a lifetime to understand, mm-hmm. but don't give up the search. Keep going. Keep looking. Amen. So, Laurel, we don't have an answer for Jesus being the only way, but we're going to keep searching. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 
Well, that was a good article. I enjoyed that. It was fun. And I'm really glad that we scored so high. Me too. We're doing great. <laughs> we just got to work on the ego one. I think that's the one we failed the most that at. That is our sticking point. Evidently. Possibly. <laughs> that's all right. All right, guys. We got to get back to the beach. Beach. Going to the beach. Beach. To the beach, y'all. Oh, man. I, I couldn't think of the beat. I want to play that song for you. All right. Well, let's let's turn off this mic and hit the, hit the waves. All right. Thanks for joining us. Please write us your stories at jclikesgirls at gmail.com. If email, which apparently none of you like or refuse <laughs> to use, doesn't work for you. Don't get mad. Don't hit, get mad, Z. Hit us up on Instagram. Or should we start like a Facebook page? Or is yes. that... Yeah, you we think should. we should? All right, we're going to start a Facebook page. Like old people. Um, You're like really old. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Yeah. All right. Good old Mazzy. Mazzy. Shout out to Mazzy. She probably, she, she got an A plus in all these categories. Let's see. Be childlike. Check. Check your ego. Check. Be present. Check. Meet new people. Check. Holy shit. She's the perfect Christian. Mazzy. I had no doubts. All right, y'all. Till next time. Peace. Peace.